This is Sean. This is Kevin. And this is the one other thing. And uh, as usual, guys, we've got a lot to talk about because uh, I haven't seen my friend Kevin for a couple days, and uh, we've been we've been hoarding things. We've been hoarding things to talk about. So I know Kevin's got a few things on his list, but uh, I don't get to see those on my list. So I'm just going to tell you right off the bat. Today, we got uh, some PS5 things to talk about, little pre-order news there. I want to go through with you and see what your take is on that. Uh, we've got uh, some fan mail. We've got some uh, Desert Island list that we're going to go through. Looking forward to that. Sure. And uh, I also want to bring up something I read about the other day called the Switch Pro. The Switch Pro. Ooh, we're going to get wow. into that a little bit. Okay. But uh, before we do any of that, Kevin, if I'm a tutor out there and I want to contact us, I want to, I want to listen to our show, well... If I'm listening to this, I probably found at least one episode, but how do I contact us? Well, the, probably the easiest way to get a hold of us, uh, especially if you forget how to email us or find our YouTube page, is go to our 2cast.net website. They have all the links. I have a live feed now of our tweets. I have a live feed of our Facebook page. And I have a links page so you can get there yourself to all these pages. And um, also, yeah, email us at toot at 2cast.net. Share with us your thoughts, your questions, your suggestions, and your lists, and we will read them on air. Without a doubt, yeah. And, uh, yeah, again, we have some of that to get to today. And uh, one of the things I want to call out, too, is that, you know, as I've always said, this this show's an evolution, and we love having all of you with us. But uh, Kevin just uh, basically invested in a new toy for us that's hopefully going to have some uh, impact on our audio quality as we move forward. Certainly make the re- uh, process of recording this podcast a little bit easier for you, I hope. Yeah, because currently we're plugging a couple USB microphones into a laptop and hitting record and hoping for the best. <laughs> Pretty much. That's um, the technique. Adding headphones uh, about 10 episodes, 11 episodes in helped tremendously. Uh, and now, um, you know, having this mixer that I just purchased, um, it's a the Rode, um, what is it called? Rode Caster Pro. Uh, I found really good reviews on it. It's made for podcasting. About a couple of microphone uh, headphones with microphone uh, condenser microphones on, it's supposed to in- even continue increase audio quality. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to having this uh, a mixer, a yeah, real well, physical device. I wanted to call that out because I think um, I think well, you know part of it's our evolution, but part of it is that we are changing the game as we go along here. So I think we are sounding a little different on a lot of our a lot of our different podcasts. Yes, I think we should sound better. I do love the sound of my own voice, so <laughs> I'm okay with any quality <laughs> level. So, yes. As long as I can hear myself, it's a good show. It's a good show. <laughs> yes, and once I realize you can use a set of headphones and hear my own voice while I'm talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll count me in. Yeah, yeah hit the so, spot. Well, as always, I want to thank you for all the research and the hard work you put into that, but I uh, just want to let the fans know that, you know, we are out there. We are trying different, uh, different equipment, and um, we are... Uh, you know, investing in the show, trying to make this better. Yes, and uh, we do, uh, we're starting to get some camera and some capture cards on its way as well. So, yeah, expect some videos. Exactly. More actual videos, not just our podcast being reproduced on the uh, YouTube website. Exactly, yeah, we're looking to take these, uh, you know, as I said, these faces for radio and get them out there. Yeah, boy. So, video killed the radio star indeed. Yeah, I'm not buying any lights. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you that right now. I actually look like a silhouette in real life. It's just, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's just a properly set expectations yes. for the fans. But um, this won't be produced in 4K right away. I'll tell you that right now too. I want to slowly break into that world. Yeah, like anybody would look at either one of us and be like, "Yes, I need a higher resolution on yes. that." But uh, be that as it may, please turn on sepia. So, <laughs> did you read any news this week on the PS5? You know what I'm about to talk about. The only thing I saw, and it was very briefly, which if you have more than two-second blurb, you know way more than me. 
because all I had a chance today is I saw some notice that said they're going to start emailing people uh, to get on this list. Yep, that's and basically, that's... Uh, so Sony basically does not have anywhere near the PS5s they want to have. So yeah. what they're doing is they are doing a lottery of sorts with people that are PSN members, but being a PSN member is not, uh, that would be PlayStation Network, that alone is not enough. It, they are somehow rating the the folks, so I, I would guess it has to do with hours of playtime, number of purchases, you know, things of like that. I'm speculating, I have no idea what the criteria is, but uh, they're going to rate everybody, and then they're going to do some type of lottery for, you know, the... the the biggest PlayStation Sony fans. Yeah, I would call um, myself a solid medium, so I may not be on the list. Oh, well, having just bought the PS4, I'm certain I don't have yeah. the list at all. Um, but it does make it, it does make it a little bit easier in the sense that I don't really have to worry about the PS5 release date. I know I'm not getting it. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that yeah, I probably won't get it as well. But you know, maybe sometime next year. That's fine. I can pull through, not getting it day one. Agreed. I'm not. Uh, I'm not crushed by any measure whatsoever. Um, yeah. I'm literally hard pressed to think what difference it actually makes in my life whatsoever. So, uh, none really. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, I don't think I purchased any game system the moment it came out. Boy, yeah, you think, think of that one. I bought Nintendo pretty early. The original yeah. NES. Well, All back right. then you had nothing. You either played Jacks or you played Nintendo. You had nothing else going pretty, on. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I grew up in the country. We played yeah. like yeah, bang your head against the tree yeah, or. So. Uh, so it's either doing nothing or playing a video games. Yeah, you're going to buy that as soon as that comes out. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't I don't know so much I've ever bought a game system other than the Nintendo, which I say, which wasn't day of, but I, I yeah. always felt it was very close. Um, I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I ever. If there was it. any game system that came close in my life, it would have been the original OG Xbox. Because that, at the time, I don't know if it was the marketing, but it seemed like such a big deal. So I'm like, hey, sign me up. Okay. But apart from that, I didn't really fall for any kind of like marketing. I always thought that when the game says it comes out, it might come with ten games. I'm like, yeah, I can wait. With you know Xbox, I was always like, sooner or later, it's going to land on PC. Microsoft won't be able to help themselves, so I just immediately gravitated towards Sony. And yeah, they're there now. Yeah, yeah well, I can entirely call that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, now there's a couple Sony uh, PlayStation games on PC, which is weird. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, the Death Stranding good... and the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which okay. were franchise is a good franchise you know yeah. and it's um the only downside that i see to um porting games to pc is twofold it, it you run the risk of one a bad port it, it's yep. just insulting to everybody involved you know yep. to the folks that never got to play that game on the original console but they heard so many good things about it and then they play this piece of crap that just doesn't work right yeah it's just offensive you know um, and it happens. But then there's the flip side of that coin, and believe me, it happens. I have an example, but um, the PC is, you know, again, there's no console PC war. There never will be. The PC wins. It always wins. Even when the console is ahead of the PC, it doesn't last long. Yes. The PC wins. And um, there are games, I play them on the PC version, and I'll put it this way, Mortal Kombat XL, I played it on the PS4, and because I, it was dirt cheap, it was seriously, guys, it was like six bucks. Mortal Kombat <laughs> XL, if you like Mortal Kombat games at all, anything, it's worth ten bucks. It's worth worth more than that. I paid twenty bucks. It was a good game. Yeah. Um, but uh, in fact, I probably paid more than that. But uh, 
I paid like six bucks on it, got on the PS4. Already had it on the PC. The PS4 is horrific by comparison. The the PC version looks just when I say better, I don't mean it's close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the PC is just superior <laughs> by a lot. And um I was amazed by that to be honest with you. I did not expect that. Hmm. Okay. So, but like I said, you know, that's the tra- that's the travesty of the PC port is you've got the chance that it's either going to completely dishonor its original by sucking or it might dishonor it by just being even better. But um that's why I never won Xbox though. I always just presumed it would end up on a PC eventually. That's a good thing. That's a good reason. So, anyway, the other thing I heard about, and I don't know much about this one, but um, apparently Nintendo's looking at eventually releasing a Switch Pro. What would make it Pro? Would you use it to... Ah, damn it. I was going to ask you that exact uh, question. What do you think they could do to this thing to actually make make a Pro version? So, it's got... I mean, yeah. the storage space is a card, so yeah. it can't be that, really. Um, it's got to be a faster processor of some kind. Faster processor, possibly slightly bigger screen. I don't know. Usually the Pro versions isn't a bigger screen. Um, probably better battery life. Okay. So it begs the question. Yeah. You know, it's funny now that you mentioned that. I don't yeah. know if I know the Switch's battery life. I don't really use it unplugged. Um, um, it's actually really good. Okay. I bring it to my in-laws, and yeah, it's it lasts the entire time I'm there. And then I'm there for three, four hours at a clip. Nice. So it's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um so with this Switch Pro, um, is it something you'd want to get? Well, it, well, it depends. If they decide to do something really kind for people and make it so you can save your games to the SD card rather than in the cloud only, yeah, or I only have one save at a time, if they change that in the Pro, I'll buy it. Okay, because that would let you hack those uh, save game files once well, you yeah, hit them on. Well, yeah, I like hacking the save game Without files. Without a doubt, who does Every other game system in the world, you can hack the save game files. Yeah. What does Nintendo care? Why does anybody care? That yeah. always bothered me. Now, again, just to be clear, folks, we're not talking about cheating in online games, because yeah. that's no. just lame and you, no, know, you, you don't do smacked. that. No, you should be smacked. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's just, not, it's just not cool. Why would you do it? Yeah. You know, it takes all the fun out of the game for really everybody. Yeah. But if... You know, if I'm playing a single-player game, or if we're playing, you know, local LAN games, who the yes. hell cares that we are editing those ones and zeros? Look, I'm an adult. I don't need to go through every single dungeon in Zelda to enjoy the game. Yeah. But you have to when you play it, because you need all the hearts. People get downright offended, though. Like, yeah. oh, you're cheating. It's like, yeah, yeah I am. Yeah, I'm not a purist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that 60-hour that, that game, yeah, took yeah. me, like, uh, maybe 10. Yep. Well, we grew up with the Konami code. Yeah. So it's it's in our DNA. Well, yeah, I, I presume everybody knows up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start. Yeah. You know, some people say select start. I just did start and it worked. Um, I played, um, replayed um, South Park, um, Stick of Truth, and the Fractured Butthole. Both of them. I play. I actually replayed them both. Jesus, I'm doing something wrong. With my and the first time. game, I never made it to the woodland characters in the forest. Because you had to get there going up, up, down, down, left, left, oh, right, yeah, right. It right. wasn't exactly that, but it was close enough where I'm like, did they just put the Konami code as a direction yeah. in the forest? That's great. I thought that immediately. It's not quite the same, but it's close. Yeah, so it's a, it's clearly a nod to. Yes, I think so. That's pretty funny. Um, I can't believe you played through those both already. I'm doing something wrong with my life. Oh, I'm quick at it, too. Uh, I've made bad choices. you made bad choices. <laughs> no, I've just been, work's been crazy. They hold up. 
Um, Those games hold up. Yeah, I don't see them ever not because, I mean, they literally look like a South Park. Yeah. And uh, Canada looked just like Canada. It looked exactly. (laughs) We're sorry, Canada. We love you. Yes. We come visit, but you're smart enough not to let us in. How's it going, eh? Yeah. Um, What's it, a boot? We can't even go there anymore. Yeah, it's true. They don't want us. right now. They're like, yeah, no. No, thanks, but uh, no, we like like living. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, anyway. What else we got? So we have a fan list. Our Phantomon actually wrote in again because uh, he wanted to give us a, his Desert Island list, and I'm glad he did. And you know why I'm so glad he did? Because, mm-hmm. well, one, we love hearing from our fans. We love our list. Yes. But more importantly, because he says Ninja Gaiden the same way I do. Yes, but, but we didn't read online last time that he said Babylon 5 was good and Kevin was cool. So It's true. We're going to ignore have all to. those things. Yes. We're just going to say he says Ninja Gaiden the same way I do. Yes. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> It almost sounds like garden the way I say it too. Ninja and garden. It sounds very fancy. Yes, very fancy. It's I, like the ninja who holds his pinky yeah. up while he kills people. Well, you know, I'm from Ohio, and you know it's a very ritzy, high-class state. It's, no, it's true, not. True, not quite. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, so this, this, this is the list of uh, Taman, if can, uh, trapped on a desert island, can only play, you know, the games he has. And uh, I, I won't lie, I did, did not read them all, but I did get a sneak peek at this, and uh, I, I got a... I'm already endorsing this list. It's a good list. So starting at number 10, I myself have never even heard of this game, but uh, what do we got, Kevin? Kingdom of Keflings. I do not know what that is. It's an Xbox 360 game. It's a building game some of some kind, and uh, you're basically... Sounds like you're a god of some kind. Yeah, but a little bit contradictory because it's you're kind of worship, but more of an indentured servant. Yeah, I kind of get that though. Unless you know, you're heavy indentured servant, you're a god. The, you know, heavy is the head that wears oh. the crown, kind of thing. Like, you know, hey, I'm the king here, or I'm the god here. Everybody has to listen to me. But when all said and done, you're just constantly doing stuff for your people. Uh, so uh, yeah, you're serving the people. Exactly. You're like, wait, I'm, I'm the god here. Like, I, everybody, yeah, everybody's worshiping you. But meanwhile, you know, they're like, hey, can you, you know, make it rain? And can you do this? And can you do the other thing and smite him? And yeah, that's why I like Sim City because you just like you know what we're gonna have a monster show up here and destroy my entire city. I'm done with you people. That's fantastic. <laughs> I like that. Um, I, I like Sim City because I did a lot of things. You know, one of the uh, we're going old school, but the old school Sim City traffic was like one of the biggest problems. You almost inevitably had traffic, so I would just build cities without roads. All they had were trains. Literally nobody had a car. <laughs> well, that's the way it should be in a proper town. And then Exxon sued me. Exxon sued you. <laughs> no oil. Um, yes, this, this here says the game is described as having dashes of SimCity and black and white. I remember black and okay, white. Okay, I remember it. I don't think I played black and white. Yeah, that's another godlike controlling game. Yeah. I believe people like that one, too. I think that was a uh, well, like a fan favorite kind of thing or a cult classic. And it did have a four-player multiplayer. That's what you Oh, nice. Yeah, I, so another game I, I guess I shouldn't have missed, but I well, did. Well, it's for the 360. I guess you haven't missed it. Yeah, I do have a 360. The yeah. same one as Timon, which is the Star Wars one with the uh, C-3PO uh, controller. It's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, just gold. <laughs> well, if I ever wanted one, I know where I can get one, and I don't mean the uh, C-3PO one. I mean a friend of mine has an extra one because uh, he yeah. just buys Star Wars stuff. Yes, anyway. they do have a lot of Star Wars stuff. Um, so no. number nine on the list, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is on your list many times. This is Street Fighter uh, uh, EX3 on the PS2. 
good times. Yeah, hey, the EX games were uh, more more 3D basically. So Street Fighter's traditionally like a 2D kind uh, of game, and this was th uh, EXs were third uh, the third dimension, and but it was. You know, all the people we know from the Street Fighter universe and the uh, moves were the same, so still kick your ass, you know? So it's good times. Definitely a good good fun and uh, a good pick. So number eight. Um, I've heard of this, believe it or not. Oh, Overcooked. Overcooked, yeah. And he has a, a, you know, only if he has friends on the same island, which is, you know, I've had those rules, so Timon's allowed to have those rules, as long as he has other people he knows. Uh, we, we loosely, uh, yeah, we don't follow the rules to begin with, but yeah, there, there aren't many rules, so yeah, you can definitely add friends to your island. So uh, Overcooked uh, is fun multiplayer game, so we're going to have to check this out, because I have also heard of Overcooked being a lot of fun. Um, do you know anything about this? I do. I do not. Um, I'm trying to figure out. I think it's they do have Overcooked on the Nintendo Switch as an option. Okay, so it's um, if I understand it right, it's something to the effect of, you know, we work in a restaurant and we've got to somehow prepare, prepare the meals. And it's one of those I suspect that the first couple levels you're like, well, this is like stupid. Anybody could do this. This is easy. How hard is this? And you know, three levels later, you're crying for mercy because it's just too much going on and it's just pure pandemonium. But um, all you need to do for a game like that, basically, is make it somehow competitive and ideally give us a way to fuck with each other while we're trying to make whatever it is we're making. And that's it. Pandemonium ensues. It's a ton of fun. You see, my concern is that this is a cooking simulator, and that's like giving me a game about crack, you know, if I was a crackhead. That's fantastic. <laughs> so I'm not sure that's really for me. You're just going to play and be like, you know what, now I want... Now I'm going to go make this cake. real. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to find me awesome. in the alleyway with a copy of Overcooked next to me. That's and I'll be passed out. I actually, uh, my wife's a big fan of Yankee Candles. And, jeez, uh, oh, you know, if you live in the Northeast at all and you really have nothing to do and it's, you know, there's no pandemic going on, going to the Yankee fan, uh, Candle Factory, it's changed a lot over the years. I'll be honest, it's definitely not as good as it used to be. But uh, it's a fun way to spend a day, especially in fall. It's a nice drive and uh, just a fun thing to do. But that aside, um, I don't like any of the candles that smell like food. Uh, yeah. And um, it's pretty much for the same reason, though. It's just, I'm like, now I want that. Yeah, now I'm hungry for <laughs> yeah, I just want whatever yeah. it is I was just smelling. <laughs> yeah, no, I went to that store once, and it's it's hell for me. Because for some weird reason, if I walk into a store with too many uh, different smells, mm -hmm. I just get headaches. I get a headache, too. too. Yep. Yeah, so it's just hell for me. Um, there's little coffee bean things throughout. Oh, that I could do. And yeah. Well, that's to actually, it's like to cleanse your oh. palate kind oh. of thing. I, and, no, and just make candle smells like that. It I'm oddly like, works. Yeah. And yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah. oh, let's just smell this. Yeah, just nice. the coffee. But, uh, but yeah, it's still fun, though. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. After smelling 900 candles, you're like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I've got a splitting headache. I need to get out of here. Put the loach in the basket. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> so um, what do we got? 10, uh, 9, 8, 7. Yes. I've never, I've heard of the game, but I've never played it. Oh, I have and will, and I've still never beaten it, but Super Mario RPG, and mm. that would be a SNES game. And um, I, I gotta admit, I absolutely love it. Um, can't believe I haven't beaten it, to be honest. Hmm. It is, it is an RPG, if ever there was one. Um, it's Mario Universe, but you're walking around, and like when you get into a fight, you get to fight, run, you know, this, that, or the other. You select skills, things of that nature. Um, but what makes it interesting is they added this fun little gimmick, and it's a lot, a lot more fun than you might think. Like when you attack, if you press a button at a certain time, you can kind of keep attacking. And same thing with defense. If when they, when monsters attack you, if you can time your button press right, you'll, you'll actually block the uh, attack in totality. Oh. So it's that. 
um, you know, I, I call it, I always go harken back to Dragon Warrior, but it's that whole, you know, you're selecting, it's the non-action turn-based fighting, you know, where you can put the, I love those games because I can put the controller down at any point, go off a smoke, you know, come back an hour later, it's, I'm still standing there in front of the monster, you know, there's no real time, <laughs> nothing's going to hurt you, but it adds this real-time element to it that because you can block, you can, uh, you can attack more based on how you time it. So uh, it's a fun game, I have to admit. I really I do enjoy it. I mean, it's, keep in mind, it's Nintendo. It's Nintendo Universe, so it's... Well, it was developed by Square Enix, so mm -hmm. yep. that's some cred there for um, an RPG. No, without a doubt. And uh, I'm not 100% on this, but I believe that morphed into the Paper Mario series. I'm not really certain about that, but I think that became the predecessor because, to my knowledge, there has not ever... I don't think there's a Super Mario RPG 2. So I think it became the Paper Mario series became the, oh, kind of the... predecessors, I guess, of yes. Super Mario RPG. But definitely uh, worth checking out, and um, I, I got to recommend it. All right. So that was seven. Yep. Number six is Super Smash Brothers Mario Fighting. Yeah. Um, Enough said. Whatever system. You know, I got to give these more of a try because I have tried Super Smash Brothers. And I'll be honest, I can't figure out what the hell's going on. Have you I, tried these at all? I've only seen some playthroughs of them, and you're f beating each other up. So I, I think it would be in your vein. I mean, I've got. Well, I'm kind of all this talk of game systems. I'm kind of busting out some of the old game systems. I'm doing it 64 style, meaning <laughs> I have a crate that I pay homage to every now and again. It's my 64, and it has just everything in there. So every once in a while, I just bust out this crate plug in the 64 and play it, create it back up again and away in the basement it goes. So I've kind of started doing that with my other systems and uh, because we're talking about so many systems, so many games, we need a way to start playing these. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I'm doing so we can have access to these. And uh, I'm coupling that with looking up basically uh, eBay and uh, mostly eBay, but eBay and Amazon kind of things for yeah. sales on old game systems games so i'm starting to kind of build up a collection here for us of a lot of the things we're talking about so that never-ending list uh, that keeps growing um is well it's going to keep growing but uh at least we have a means to try a lot of this stuff yes so that one um i gotta look i might actually have the 64 version of that already i okay. don't know that'd be but, cool uh, i'd play it but yeah, I'm I sure you beat try. the crap out of me because that's the whole point of it. But uh, I certainly would try. I'm actually, to be honest with you, I may even have a GameCube version of that. Oh, okay, that'd be worth trying. I literally have no idea how many systems I have, but I'm telling you, when I die, you want the you want the stuff in the basement. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh, number five. Yes, number five is WWE 2K18. Um, well, wrestling. <laughs> Enough said. Seriously. I haven't played this version, but I'm sure I'll like it because I I think I played most versions of wrestling in most systems. I haven't played this one specifically, but um, it it's all it's almost sinful how much I love wrestling games, and that is even bad ones. I have played a few bad wrestling games, but if it gives me the ability to mash on the buttons and potentially kick your ass, <laughs> I am all over it. <laughs> yes. I think they, these games shine, in my opinion, after you you bring the fight out of the ring, and you fight, oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, with the chairs. The chair, uh, it's yeah, just so yeah. dumb, yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, to me, the the best one will always be the um, N sixty four 
boy, what was it? Was it a Royal Rumble one? Or? It was WCW, um, I want to say NWO, New World Order. It was. It had Hollywood Hogan in it, and uh, it was just... Did it have Sting, right? Was that Sting? It did have Sting yeah, in it, Sting yeah. And you could just basically beat the hell out of each other, literally indefinitely, because you would never die. Yeah. So you could just beat your friend with a chair from the audience for like 20 minutes. He couldn't <laughs> do much about it, and then you could finally decide to pin him. And, uh, and even then, he might get up and, and surprise you and then beat the hell out of you. So it was just many, many hours were lost. And, of course, it's 64, so you can do four players. But uh, this version I haven't played, I want to say this is a PlayStation. I just don't know what year. Uh, which one? You know, like a 18? Yeah. What do you think? PS2? 2018? No, that'd be... Um, that could be newer. I mean, that's uh, 2018 is recent. Oh, yeah, it's two so, years ago. Oh, yeah, what am I yeah, thinking? Yeah, so that I'm could be PS4. I'm thinking Yeah, that could be PS4. Um, yeah, I think that might be PS4. Okay. Yeah, PS4. So that's, yeah. actually, that's something to check out because we don't currently have a uh, wrestling game. And, uh, again, love mashing buttons kicking your ass. So it's <laughs> yes, you do. definitely worth looking at. Um, I definitely agree with this next one, too, actually. I enjoyed this game a great deal. And number four, uh, Tekken Tag, I think it's Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Um, yeah, I believe it is Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Um I'd imagine you didn't play any of the Tekkens that much. No, I, I have not played any Tekkens. They do not play at all like Street Fighters in the sense that all your moves there, yeah, you can kiss that shit goodbye. Um, they don't work that way. Um, I guess it'd, I'd put it closer to more combat in that regard. But, uh, yeah, they're they're a fighting game. Um, they're great. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, this they, particular version looks like it was on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Okay. And then ported it to the Wii U. All right, so maybe I'm thinking just Tekken Tag, though, because I want to say... I yeah, probably PS2. earlier. Yeah, it was the first Tekken Tag. I assume there's a first one, and this one's called 2. I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> that, too. So I must have played Tekken Tag, and I loved it. It was a great game. I mean, I beat the hell out of it. That was one of those I think I beat it with every character, because it was just... It was a great time. Yeah, it was. It came out. the previous one came out in 99. It was on the PS2. Okay, that's the one I had, then. Yep. Yeah, but uh, good choice, Timon. Good choice. Nice. Um, You know... I'm, I'm loosely aware of this, never played it, although I'd be surprised if you haven't. It's a game called Awesome Knots. Awesome Knots. Number three, Awesome Knots. Uh, very fun game. Um, yeah, it looks like Timon preferred the single-player version of it. Side-scrolling version of League of Legends, which is a popular game now. Yeah, okay, I'm loosely aware of it, but um, that strikes me, I don't know why, what uh, strikes me as your type of, uh, your cup of tea for some reason. Um, yeah, so sometimes I just miss games. Well, yeah, exactly. It's uh, I've got this thing called um, you know being an adult and responsibilities that really get in the way of my game playing, and I really wish it, you know, it wasn't that way. <laughs> it looks like it's on a lot of platforms, including Windows. So PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360. So, looks like a little game. Awesome knots is. Um, yeah, it says it's a multiplayer online battle arena. So. Well, I love the name. I'll say that. Yeah. Seems awesome. Yeah, you can get it on Steam. Oh yeah. Definitely might be worth checking out. Well, number two, I know we both agree on. Oh, number two, I had, we both have played. I think I, I played it years ago, though. Uh, in fact, I used to play at work. I, I didn't have much to do. The one job I had at the stockbroker. <laughs> yeah, oh boy, you really didn't, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Puzzle Quest 1 and uh, Puzzle Quest 2. Uh, but yeah, this one, you list Puzzle Quest. Yeah. Mixes matches three uh, with P RGP elements with full on, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what it was. It was just a match three game that... Yeah. Uh, Basically, you built a character, though, and you got into fights, and it was it was a ton of fun. I love yeah. those games. Yeah. No, I did like it. Um, 
I still probably, I don't know if I have one on my PC right now, but uh, I, I play those every now and again. They're, they're just truly, I mean, they're match three. They're not hard. You know, yeah. they're, they're relaxing. Um, they do kind of get tricky at times if you if you try to, like, fight something too soon or in the wrong way. But uh, you can usually come up with a technique and just kind of crush everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, number one here, I'm pretty sure that, you know, it's been on his list several times, and I know you played a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, he, he recommended this to us, and that's a game called Warframe. And that's, yeah, I, so, yeah, he goes, have I mentioned I like this game? Um, I, I know how you feel. When you like a game and you like it a lot, you can't praise it enough. No, so. seriously, and uh, I've got to go back to this again. Uh, admittedly, I'm way behind on my uh, gaming, and it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. It's just uh, a lot going on for me with work lately, so uh, it's getting me busy. And uh, just, you, well, you guys know how it is. You never have enough time to do the things you want. But Warframe, I did try. And uh, it's definitely seems like it's it seems like my cup of tea. Uh, like I said, I think I played for not terribly long, but I killed a lot of people on that not terribly long, and I enjoy that. Um, I got the impression, and I may be wrong though, and I still haven't looked it up. I got the impression it's multiplayer though, and it may not be, but oh. uh, I kind of got the impression I should stop playing because we should try this together sometime. Yeah, I don't mind because. Uh... Isn't this like a free-to-play game? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I should probably. That's why I bought it. it. Yeah, that's why you bought it. Yeah, I saved up, and then I'm like, oh, free! I got that. Oh, I I got that. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can afford that. Um, um, yeah, that'd be a cool game. I'd be definitely willing to try that. Well, Taman, I really want to say thank you for sending us your list uh, again. Uh, thanks for being so engaged here, and that's a great list. I definitely can endorse that. I just a lot of good picks there, and. Um, well, I know there was a game you wanted to talk about today, Kevin, and uh, I know an old game. a little bit about it, but uh, a game called Life is Strange? Life is Strange. In fact, they have a couple, uh, they have like three versions out now, Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2, and I forget what the other one is called, but it's it's a different story. Well, they're all different stories. And, you know, I don't know, when we first met, we talked a little bit about, like, Suicide Radio. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, Suicide Radio, for those uninitiated, is just basically what I used to listen to. In our area, it's the cat. But it's basically, you could kill yourself to any song on it, and yeah. it would kind of make sense. You'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are suicide games. Oh, nice, okay. <laughs> and they have Suicide Radio soundtracks along that go along with them. Is it actually real music, like really re produced? Re produced music. They, they, they're licensed songs. Oh, nice. Uh, so I do recommend, I haven't listened to the soundtracks for the two newer games, um, uh, Captain Spirit. I think this is another game I wasn't thinking of, but it's the same. Captain Spirit is the other game. It just hit me. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I recently watched a, another playthrough of the Life is Strange, and then while I was listening to it, I'm like, man, this music is just it's it's worth listening to the music. Uh, a couple of bands that I could point out, like Sid Matters. He has some. It just very melancholy. I like him. Nice. <laughs> Depressing. Never even heard of him. Sid Matters. Sid Matters. S Y D. Matters. SYD, okay. Sid Matters. So I recommend Sid Matters. It does matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, so, but there's a lot of good tracks on there. But when you play the game, it's one of those games that's kind of like Doki Doki. It, it's not that it plays anywhere like Doki Doki, but you play it and you're like, oh, this is cute. And then, not to give too much away in the game, but then, you know, your choices, it's one of those games where your choices matter in the game, and you're like, oh, this is kind of cute. I'm in high school. I'm a girl. You know, my life is kind of weird. I get this weird time traveler power or whatever and then the first moment when you find out that you can or cannot save a girl from committing suicide right in front of you and you see it play out 
and you can try to talk her down, and if you don't talk her down correctly, gone. Okay. And she and it's gone for the rest of the game. And then what I like about the game is that it's like five chapters. So I've seen a lot of uh, playtesters or uh, play you know people that play it live uh, go through maybe two hours a night and do and do each you know chapter. So, okay. Yeah. So you can get through the game fairly quickly, uh, but it's one of those games where you can play it and, and have a different experience if you played it again. Because you get to the ending, there's no like save things. If you get to the ending and you make a choice at the end, and you don't like the ending, you, you got to start over. Oh, you can't even save it. So you just no. you're you're committed. Yeah, you're committed. I, got I mean, you, you can probably play that chapter over again, but still, that's it's a lo- it's one of those games where it's like it, it takes a lot out of you, but it will stick with you. Well, I've had to restart a couple uh, missions in uh, Mass Effect uh, because it's just the conversation. Those little quick time things. If you yeah. miss them, you you just screwed. Yeah, so it's one of those things that there's chaos theory. I mean, you make a one little change in time, and then you all of a sudden you find the reaper. It is really great because between every time you make a change, that you know one change in history, mm-hmm. they show these photographs, and they change in front of you. So four or five photographs show on your screen, yeah. and they flip to something else. Sometimes good, sometimes like, oh my god, this is Black oh. Mirror stuff. Yeah, that's it's, nice. I mean, seriously, it's dark. It is really dark. So I do not recommend anybody under 18 playing this game because they have all those, you know, they touch on everything from rape to, you know, sexual situations to to suicide to murder. And that's, it's it's not good for kids. What, what's the, um, what age do you recommend for this show? Oh, for this show? Um, actually, I've been putting online at least 18, so. Okay, good. So, yeah, so you, so anybody who listens, who listens to us should be 18 um, or older. And so yeah, so if you're listening to the show, then no, you don't don't play this game if you're under eighteen. <laughs> yeah, are your parents. But I said a lot about the game. It sounds negative, but it's not negative. It's a it's a good experience. When you get through it, you like that was a very interesting experience. So it is strange. But yeah, life is strange. So I I do have to go watch something happy now. <laughs> okay. You, you can't end the night with this game. So, but it's one of those games where, like I said, when you start playing it, it's been out for a few years. So I'm, I'm sure the game at one point is like $5 on Steam because you can get on Steam. I think it was on PlayStation and Xbox. It was, it was everywhere. And I haven't played the um, second game all the way through yet, uh, Life Strange 2 yet, because um, in this one, instead of being a girl um, protagonist, it's um, two uh, brothers. Okay. So I, I started playing it, but then I realized, oh, i got to wait two months between each chapter, so I haven't got back into it, but I plan on playing that game next. Oh, they release it by chapter? Chapter five chapters. Oh yeah, that drove me crazy. Yeah, so it's been months. In the so when light, the first game came out, it was months, like two months between each chapter. Oh yeah, no, no. Yes, but the good news is you can buy the whole thing at once now. Exactly. Yeah, binge it. Yeah, and I, I think Life is Life is Strange Two is all out now too. Yeah. So I do recommend them if you just like them. But the thing is, it, it, and I think a lot of things music can make a game or movie. Oh, without a doubt. And something about the music is they play these licensed tracks, especially in the most emotional scenes. And it, it's sometimes you just need a licensed track, not just some, you know, some. Although I, there's great composers out there for video games, but a licensed track used in the right place. Uh, we talked about Vice City last episode. Yeah. There's, uh, there's absolutely no way that would have been half as good as it was without that soundtrack yeah. that it had. So yes, yeah, so so that goes twofold. Is like I do recommend the soundtrack for this game, and I do recommend the game as well. So so and when I pl- watch the playthrough, and a lot of these playthroughs they don't play all the music because they're they're licensed and the YouTube oh, yeah, yeah, will yeah. hit them. So then I go and listen to them on Pandora, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's an all. It's actually you get to hear the entire song too, and you're like, 
wow. And they put, put you remember where in the game that was, and you're like, wow, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> Why do I like it? I don't know, but I like those kind you of games. You like the melancholy. I like the melancholy. So if it's worth playing, like I said, it'd probably take you, what, you know, 10 hours, not even that, to play through it. Okay. Worth playing. Worth oh, playing. Well, okay. I do see it on sale every now and again, so I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, when you look at the screenshots, you just think it's this cartoon and, you know, the characters don't look very realistic. And uh, No, no, no. You re- I remember you telling me about it when you started playing it and yeah. I look at it and I think Kevin's a girl oh. and I move on. Yes. That's literally what I think. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, you, I did feel like a girl, but, yeah, because um, even watching the playthrough last night, I, I did get a little verklempt. I, I have to admit it. Awesome. Um, yes, I do. When I watch a game, I'm like... Okay, I remember that scene. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, so I get a little choked up. I like your recommendation. Like you should, you should play this game. It'll make you miserable. It'll make you it's miserable. Um, but it'll. There's times where you laugh. There's times when you'll feel elated. So it's it goes through the whole spectrum of depression. Good times. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> but I recommend it, and the music that comes with it. Yeah, God, I bet people stop listening because they're running out to buy this. But um, I will keep an eye out for it, though. <laughs> well, one of the reasons why I and I know we're we're not we're kind of like halfway going to what you're listening to, is because I was watching a TV show um, that w- a lot, um, and you know about it, the um, um, Shameless, oh, and yeah. Shameless keeps on throwing these songs at you. Mm-hmm. And I keep I bring up my Shazam and I'm like, what is this song? And there's a song called Discoloration by Don Golden. And and the reason why I, I that's what got me into the um, it has nothing to do with La- um, Life is Strange. Yeah. But it sounds like it belongs on that same album. Okay. It has the same yeah. tone, the same melancholy feel to it. And immediately, that's what I thought of as a life is strange. See, I like that. You're starting to find something though, like, like a genre you like. It's not even necessarily a genre though. It's just a new artist that you hadn't heard before that that's just hitting. It just hooked me. As soon as I shazammed it, I'm like, wait a minute, was this on the Life is Strange album? I'm like, no, it wasn't. But so it sounds funny. like it could have been. I just uh, I just did that on the show, and the uh, song was by Daughter, and it's something about youth. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, it's funny because I just yeah. uh, I haven't shazammed something in ages, and yeah. uh, I literally just did it the other day. Yeah, I feel like uh, shows like Shameless, they they have a lot of licensed tracks, usually at an emotional scene or at the ending. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, if I like it, I'll Shazam it. And then it goes to my history, and I can look it up later. I've ruined Mickles, and I'm now going to ruin everybody, I guess. Yeah. Um, have you noticed every show has a video in it? Like, it's, there's a music video in every show. No, I have not noticed. Okay. I, I, if anybody's out there listening to this, I'm going to ruin it for you, but... Uh, if you watch pretty much any show, pay attention because somewhere in that episode there'll be a montage where they're just they're playing a song and there's just the show going on in the background. But it's basically a, it's a like a two minute music video in the middle of pretty much every episode. It's not necessarily in the middle though. They'll do it at any point. Yeah. And I point it out to Mickles all the time because they're just they're playing the music. The show's going on, but it's become like a music video. Yeah. And uh, there's not a show that doesn't do it. It's just every show does it. Just does, does it. But the uh, unfortunate thing is you can't unring that bell. And that's yeah. what I mean by a ruined oh. it. Because now you're going to be watching something. You're going to be like, son of a bitch, it's a music video. He's right. Yeah. But you know what? The reason why I'm like binge watching the show is has nothing to do with the content of the show or even the music or even the characters. It's the fourth wall breaking in the beginning of each episode. It's great, isn't it? It is the best fourth wall breaking ever there's one i want to tell you about so bad but i literally won't because i don't want to ruin it for you that's my favorite part of the show i watch it to see them yell at me for not watching last week's episode 
Nichols used to watch a show called Six Feet Under. Oh, I've seen that. It's actually it's a great show. Yeah, it's depressing as hell, but great yeah. show. Really well act, acted. That's Everybody why I did a it. wonderful job. Dexter, you know, you did great then. Yeah, um, I saw that after Dexter. That um, was weird. Yeah, he was actually he was David to me before he was Dexter. Yeah, um, so it's weird. He was David, but uh, the beginning of that show was they showed how the person died. Yeah. And I loved the beginning of that show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's always some car accident or something. Yeah, it was know, always yeah. something tragic. Yeah, something and, uh, tragic. It was, um, yeah. So Mickles enjoyed the show more than I did, but not the beginning. Oh, not the beginning. So I, I did like the show. It was a good show, though. No, I did. I did enjoy the show. It was, um, God, Russell. That uh, I don't remember all their names. You had Claire and you had his friend Russell. Yeah. And uh, God, that kid sucked. <laughs> um, to this day, I see him, and I, I, he seems like a nice dude and all. Yeah. Like I'm sure he's a fine person, the actor. Yeah. But God, I see him, and I'm like, God, you suck. <laughs> um, just one of those, like poor Joffrey, the kid. They, from uh, what I understand, that kid quit acting. Yeah, because he was so good at acting. Yeah, he, in fact, he said he didn't even understand what he was even doing. He he said he never read anybody else's lines. He just came, did his lines. He didn't even does. He goes someday I should watch a show because I have no idea what was going on. Yeah, that's just and he nailed it. I mean, he goes, who, I hear is good. Seriously, who didn't want to kill Joffrey? I know. Um, you know, yeah, it's know. just like God, you're so good. Like yeah. you nailed that, and I hate you. Yeah, you <laughs> nailed I, it. And I know you're an actor, and I still kind of hate you. Kind of hate you. you and, uh, I, hate I feel you. bad because, from what I understand, the dude's like a really nice guy. Yeah, I heard he's nice. Yeah, I see a lot of even lately he's been hitting the news of imposing people, and he's like he. He's more into puppetry than movies now, so he's trying to do like anim, you know, like um, Adult Swim stuff. Is what okay. He's more into. Well, I wish him best of luck because uh, you know, again, you, you nailed it. Because man, we hate you. Joffrey, <laughs> <laughs> really well done. Yes. But uh, well, coming up next, we got our "What Are You" section, which is always a personal favorite of mine. We find out what you're up to these days. But uh, before we do that. Let's uh, hit them up one more time. How do, how, do, how do the folks contact us? Oh, easy. You head to our website, tootcast.net. Uh, email us at toot at tootcast.net. Uh, definitely go to our website. Uh, you'll see links for our Twitter feed. Uh, sign up. Uh, you'll get all of our announcements. You'll see our link to our YouTube site, which we're, uh, I promise you we're going to have actual videos there soon. And, yeah, like and subscribe, everything you see there, and that will help us grow the channel. Absolutely. Yeah, guys, again, uh, support has been tremendous. We love all the support we've been getting, all those likes, all those subscribes. And, uh, you know, this is uh, – we love having you on, on the journey with us, so we love to hear from you. Don't hesitate to uh, write in or comment or write yep. a review. Yep, and put it anywhere. Put it on your favorite podcast program. Put it on YouTube. Email us if you don't want anybody else to see it <laughs> except yeah. for us. But we may read it on there. There is that. <laughs> yes. But uh, well, without further ado, then. So, Kevin, what are you playing these days? Um, I'm playing. Well, last week I, I actually did play through both of the uh, um, South Park video games, and then after that I loaded up uh, the Star Wars um, uh, Fallen Order again. Okay. Um, because so, yeah, you know, so you loaded it up, so you're playing it on the 360, then not the PC. No, I'm playing this on the PC. Oh, okay. And uh, last time I played it on the PC. Um, because it came out on Steam instead of Origin. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, my, yes. my apologies. And yep. Steam tricked me because all it does is load the Origin program. So I own the game twice now on the exact same system. You know, uh, For half than, the price, though. Other than tickling my funny bone, <laughs> yes. why do you want the achievements? Like, what does, that, what does that achieve, for lack of a better term? It gives you achievements. Okay. Just you know, this is, to make this sure. is a yeah. dial, uh, this one, but this one goes up to 11 well, conversations. No, I hear you. I... <laughs> It really but, is. But it goes just up to, to be, 11. Yeah, but can you, can't you just make it louder? 
But this one goes up to 11. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cages make 10 louder. Really great analogy. It yes. really is. That really um, is. Shout it. out to Spinal Tap, seriously. But um, but I do need to play the game again because uh, they did add a New Game Plus. And I like New Game Plus okay. in video games. Yep, I agreed. Fully so, agreed. New so Game Plus. Is... I will play it again because, well, the kid, Ian from Shameless, I didn't realize at the time that he's the main character of the game. I'd actually said that. Yeah, you said you when uh, that game, Ian? you were so excited about that game coming out. I'm like, oh, yeah. Ian's the Jedi. Yeah. Like, that's weird. And in the um, show, he's like uh, fighting his friend with a big giant stick. And I'm like, he's a Jedi here too. Oh my God. He's got <laughs> the force. He's got the force it's even real. now. Oh, that's great. And, you know, the, they use motion capture in the Fallen Order. So it really captures his facial expressions very well. And I'm like, man, that's Ian. <laughs> it's yeah. like he's, he looks and acts. His personality is actually pretty close. I mean, he's not all like doped up and for half the seasons in the Shameless right now. But uh, I don't know. I, th- I find him a very interesting character in the game. So uh, I like playing him as a Jedi. He did a great job in Shameless, actually. He really did. So I could see him doing well in that as well. And good, good on him, dude. Yeah, so I recommend if you haven't played Fallen Order, a couple things. Definitely, even though it's EA... Definitely buy the game because there's no microtransactions. It's a single-player adventure, Actually, which is awesome. We talked about them last time, but I'm hmm. with you. EA is kind of a pain in the ass, and they annoy me, but um, yeah. I love everything they make pretty much. They make Need for Speed. Yeah, they make Need for Speed, yeah. <laughs> they annoy me, and, and EA is also, you know, it's rumor. it was rumored for September, but now it's October that the Mass Effect trilogy, which is EA, yep. is the remastered version should be coming out either September or October at this point. Which I'm really excited to play. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I may eventually finish two. We'll see. Um, finish it. But yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. The limited playing I've been yeah. doing is uh, I have played a little Need for Speed Rivals. I'm still not done that with that. I may actually move on to the Need for Speed Heat because I have, um, under the heading of achievements, I have like 83 or 87% of the game finished. Yeah. Um, but it's actually gotten very hard to do what i need to do at this point i'm not certain i'm going to i may just move on but uh i do enjoy that and i probably will not uninstall it because it's just one you can kind of pick up anytime and it plays the same yeah there's always a list of games i don't uninstall yeah um still playing mass effect 2 haven't gone back to it to be honest with you haven't touched it and uh it's a sad admission now we were talking about all these lists recently and one of the games we talked about was uh Dragon Warrior for the NES, the original, um, it, which I have a, an updated version on the Switch called Dragon Quest. Literally the same game. Oh. Um, and it's entirely one of those where like you can put the controller down, leave for four days, come back, you're still fighting the same monster, nothing's changed, nobody's oh, moved. Geez. So you just choose fight or run or use an item, basically. And uh, what it said is that I actually took the time to grind up a character all the way to max level, but didn't do any quests. So I could just come in anytime and basically play the game and do all the quests and beat it, but it'd be a piece of cake. Yeah, well, I decided to play that game again, except, um, yeah, I didn't even pick that character. I just started a new one. Altogether. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not quite done with it, but I'm, uh, uh, yeah, it's almost embarrassing how high level I am. But to be honest, it's perfect for the way I play games uh, during the week, mostly, because... Again, you can put it down at any time, and uh, we've mostly been watching TV, so uh, it's one of those that you can literally kind of do stuff on a commercial, and it's there's not much ask to it. You know, you can kind of play that game without looking at it. Yeah. Because <laughs> most of the time, you're just walking back and forth. But, uh, well, that's cool, but I know uh, I'm dying to know the next one. I'm anxious. Yes. What are you watching? 
what am I watching? So again, I'm still, I've slowed down a little bit on the monk episodes. So okay. I try to watch one, maybe three episodes a week now. I will get through it. Yeah, you're gonna have those for a while though. That's kind yeah. of that's kind of a good way to do it, I think. Yeah. So I think one episode. I used to binge watch it, you know, like two or three episodes in the evening. And I'm like, no, Shameless is a higher priority right now. Okay. Um, it's only been a couple weeks, and what I'm, I think I'm done with season five now. So I'm really oh, wow. going through the show. Um, but I did pick up another show that I started watching, which I know you have seen, and I call this uh, show. Um, um breaking bad but starting in season three of breaking bad it's called ozark oh yeah okay yeah boy God, that's and um i've i'm a huge fan of bateman justin um jason bateman and i i celebrate everything he does he just acts like himself and everything he does this is just a quieter version of him and i recently discovered that when they show that oh in the beginning of the episode it's you know it's, it's giving you like a hint sneak peek yeah. of what's coming yeah gives uh, you things to look for gives you things to look for so yeah so i do love that show um i've seen you know four or five episodes of it and yeah i loved it the minute i turned it on makes sense we talked about that melancholy thing it is a yeah. it is quite possibly the darkest show i've ever seen it is dark what i hear it's it's actually videotaped pretty dark too and there's actually some you know low end lct tvs and LETVs, they can't display it. It just like a big black mess. Oh, wow. You can't even see the screen so dark. Oh, wow. So I'm kind of like, I have, an, I have like the last plasma TV they put out, so it's really good with dark colors, so it's it looks great. Um, but no, that's not the kind of dark I meant, though. Yeah. I meant no, no, I mean it's both. Yeah. It's both shot dark uh, visually yep. and emotionally. It's just, it does yeah, both. It is just, it's, but don't get me wrong, much like it's funny, it's kind of like the Life is Strange thing. Yeah. This show is quite possibly the darkest grimmest thing i've ever seen and it's yeah. entirely worth watching yeah <laughs> I mean, and i did watch one episode of the umbrella academy season two and um i enjoyed every second of it but we're gonna have to watch again because the wife immediately fell asleep yeah, i don't know right. why but i'm like this is awesome of course netflix forgot i watched season one so when i turned it on um it started playing episode one season one okay yeah. and i'm like does this seem familiar to you, hon? <laughs> and we had no idea. We're like, it's been a year. Is this the same? Is this, like, are they recapping? And then we stopped it. I'm like, oh, no, they just replayed episode one for us. Yeah. So I had to stop it. But then when you played season two, they did something awesome. They go, here's an episode that's just a recap. So it was a 10-minute recap episode. Oh, yeah, that's neat. I was like, yeah. thank you, Netflix, because we needed it. We're like, where'd we leave off? We actually went back and watched season one. Um, to be honest with you, I couldn't remember any. I couldn't have told you anything about Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Mickles is like, hey, can we watch season one again? And I said, sure. She starts the first episode. I'm not kidding. Within seconds, I'm like, I remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally. Yeah. I took one look and it's just like, boom, yeah. I remember all of it. <laughs> yeah, such a good show. I highly recommend it. And I'm really excited because I saw the uh, teaser trailer for Stranger Things uh, Season 4. Yeah, Season 4. That's my only complaint about yeah. any of these shows yeah. is I hate watching shows that are still on. Yeah, I, I want to consume it. I want to uh, just just completely soak it all in. And uh, it's brutal. Yeah. I'm actually disappointed on the teaser trailer uh, for Season 4 of Stranger Things because I feel like they left something kind of like ambiguous at the end of last season and as soon as you watch a trailer like oh okay oh okay thank you for telling me gotcha i would have liked to be surprised i'd like to go in fresh yeah i want to go in fresh why i don't like to watch so i'll tell you don't watch any trailers for it because i think it takes a little bit away from the show you know 
Were you one of those kids that, like, if you could have, you would have looked at your Christmas presents before you opened them? No, because uh, it was crap anyway. That's a good point. In my yeah. case, it was often the same. But yeah. I didn't do it for another reason, and it seems so obvious to me, yeah. and I find it so funny that it's elusive yeah. to people. But the only thing worse than not having something is be like knowing you're have it, going to have it and not yeah. like knowing oh my god that awesome thing I wanted is right over there yeah and I'm bored out of my mind I could be playing with that right now right now but I don't know that I have it so I gotta pretend you know yeah. uh, that, that would suck so I never did that to myself um well, growing up when I was a kid, we were a GoBot family because my parents didn't understand what Transformers were. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had Scooter. G.I. Chuck. I know what you're talking <laughs> yes. about. Believe That's me. what we got. I, I know all about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. But, you know, could have been worse. Could have been worse. I had a um, toy named Scooter. <laughs> we're watching a show, actually, that I think I can entirely recommend to you already because um, I'll put it this way. I've even cried at an episode. I mean, don't. We're no, talking like, not like, probably not like me. No, no, we're talking like a tear or two. Oh, okay. um, but, I mean, it, it's it's both sad and absolutely hysterical, but it's a show called Afterlife. It's got Ricky Gervais. Oh. And, um, and of course, you know, Ricky Gervais, I'm certain, I didn't look at this, but I'm going to go on a limb and say he wrote it, and uh, but he's a star of it. It's and, possible, uh, yes, uh, and... I don't think he believes in the afterlife in real life. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it's it's aptly named. Uh, I'll put it that way. Um, but yeah, in the show, he talks about the fact that you know he does not believe in the afterlife. Then um, he helped write it then, because <laughs> that's I've seen a stand-up routine. Um, yeah. So uh, it's a coworker of mine that said, "Oh, you got to watch that." He reminds me of you. And I knew about 10 <laughs> seconds in why. And I was like, okay. Because I, I think in part, I mean, he's an exaggerated version of me, I think. But he's very logical. Um, he's witty. I'd like to think I am on occasion. Um, but uh, he looks at the world just slightly different than folks. It's so um, there was something... Uh, there was something... Uh, to the effect, and I'm paraphrasing the scene, but it was a 93-year-old woman got some kind of scar, some kind of accident, and uh, the woman said to uh, that was with him, said, wow, she's going to be scarred for life. And he says, actually, she's 93. She's probably going to live to about 100. So, I mean, technically, she's only scarred for 7% of her life. Oh. It was just or entirely less. wrong, but <laughs> it, was, it was like, yeah, I can see the math is sound. <laughs> that adds up. Yeah, so it was one of those, though, where it's making a logical observation and just forgetting the human aspect, which I'll admit I do constantly, but I'm always doing it as a joke. At least I'm, you know, I am, in fact, an empathetic being, and I do <laughs> do yeah. understand the human aspect, but I like to make a joke of it. But either way, Afterlife, it's both funny and extremely melancholy, and uh, because of that, I'm going to say you probably would like it. Yeah. So, made me cry. All right. So. That means I might be uh, balling then. You'd probably be you'd probably be balling like the whole time because uh, yeah, I mean I like shed a tear too, but it, it's it's tough. It's some tough subject matter, but it's God I hate saying this too because it's so damn cheesy, but uh, it's one of those like I don't want to say it's joy, but you're it makes your heart ache, but you're happy at the same token, you know? Like yeah. it it it, it kind of hurts to live. Let's face it, folks. It's yeah. life's hard for everybody, and. Um, Honestly, I mean, you and I technically have nothing to bitch about and never have, and yet, um, you know, when I'm comparing two averages around the world kind of thing, you know, yeah. and yet you do. 
it, it's everyone's life story. <laughs> you know, the rich kid that didn't get the yacht for his birthday, this shit still hurts. You know, I know you and I think it's ludicrous, but, yeah. it, you know, pain is pain and it's just life is tough. So this addresses that right on the nose and it just it just talks about the fact that, yeah, it's tough for everybody, but you know what? That's not to say it's not worth it. And that's kind of the overarching goal or message here is that, you know, life is worth living because, God damn, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it hurts like hell. And yeah, it keeps kicking you in the nuts. But you know what? What else were you doing? Seriously. It's a yeah. lot of fun. <laughs> I hear you. So, you know, you already talked about it with a little bit with Life is Strange, but what are you listening to? Um, well, I have been listening to the Life is Strange soundtrack and all the songs contained within. I also shazammed another song that I Ooh. heard on um, um, Shameless, and it's called Somewhere. By Dan Mickelson and the Coast Guards. Somewhere I, I I've never even heard of these folks, but I do That's like. Why I love this stuff. I love uh, Dan Shazam. Mickelson and the Coast and the Guard. Coast Guards, and I'm like, okay, this is. Uh, I don't know why Shameless knows what songs I like. And the Coast Guard. I'm gonna actually have to check that out just because props to Dan Mickelson and those yeah, Coast Guards the Coast for their Guard. name. You see, I like Cam and Crow, but if you watch any of his movies, it's all like songs you know. That he uses mm-hmm. as part of a soundtrack, which is great. But then I like these shows like Shameless where their song... And Scrubs actually was pretty good about it too. They always had songs that um, Zach Braff picked out. That yeah. was awesome too. Garden State, man. Seriously, yeah. Garden State soundtrack is just amazing. Zach Braff understands music. I'm going to give him mad yeah. props for that because Garden State was just a special soundtrack. It really yeah, was. I know he picked a lot of the songs in the TV series as well. Yeah. So I... And I do adore the TV series. Uh, yeah, let's face it. You got me listening to Colin Hay, uh, yeah. Man at Work lead singer. His acoustic awesome. stuff is so good. Oh, it, it was great. He was on the show uh, twice. And yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, unfortunately, Dr. Cox broke his guitar the second time. Yep, it does happen. <laughs> but yeah, Colin Hay is good. Um, uh, so that's what I was listening to. Um, there's another band I was listening to in the way here, but I forget their name. Um I can probably figure out. Uh, you you, you well, tell me what you've been listening to. I'll figure out by time. Well, it's funny. Right? I'm going to go in a weird order here. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go with angry music today for a very good reason. Uh, well, I'm going to do angry folk and some old school. But uh, I'm starting with angry because, um, he, honestly, their first album was so special to me that it, it's still... I probably put it in my... In fact, I'm going to wager I would. I put this in my top 10 albums of all time, their first album. And that would be who I fondly refer to as Rage Against the Cheese. But, uh, <laughs> their actual name would be Rage Against the Machine. Machine yep. um, and you want to talk about music supporting a movie, Natural Born Killers. Yeah. When he elbows, when Woody Harrelson elbows that guy and busts into, uh, it bumps, it busts into Bomb Track right when the elbow connects. It is just such a powerful scene, and you just want to kick some ass. Um, or you could, you know, even give Rage Against the Machine props for Wake Up at the end of The Matrix. Um, but, you know, to talk about a few of their songs, you know, because I'm trying to include not just bands, but uh, a few song recommendations. Uh, Bomb Track, like I said, from Natural One Kill is great. Um, take the Power Back, that first album, love it. Uh, there's a song called Darkness that was not on their first album. It was actually, I know it from a movie, uh, movie soundtrack. In fact, I bought the movie soundtrack solely for the song, but I believe the movie was Higher Learning. Um, but the song called Darkness, I'm certain you can type into YouTube and find Rage Against the Machine Darkness, fantastic song. 
And of course, I couldn't mention Rage Against the Cheese without mentioning Killing in the Name of, which personally I believe, the test of time. Well, I believe I deserve a writing credit because <laughs> I have zero doubt. I said "fuck you," I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. Long before Zach Delaroca did. Yeah, <laughs> I have zero doubt about that. So I personally think I deserve some royalties and a writing credit because that is entirely my line. <laughs> yeah, that song holds up. I think that's a song that you can. It's an old song, but you can. It holds up to this day. That the whole first album. I'm telling you, the only thing, and I have listened to uh, this song recently, but uh, Freedom, which is, you know, it was what was on MTV, and honestly, the first time Mickles and I heard it, she literally looked at me and said no, because she knew I loved it, and uh, it was just this, this dude screaming, but um, that shows its age, because, yeah. you know, it's talking about a floppy disk, you know, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's certainly showing its age, but uh, that whole first album was truly special, and uh, boy... Zach Delaroca did a great job because the first time I heard him, I'm like, he seriously is pissed. Yeah, angry man. <laughs> that dude is pissed. And uh, yeah, so good stuff. Um, definitely recommend that. Um, go to the other end of the spectrum, Folk. I'm going to talk about a really, really talented individual, even though the, the band is named Iron and Wine. It's one dude. So Iron and Wine, that dude is just... To say he's talented is just an understatement. Like, he's like the Cat Stevens of our generation kind of thing. He is just so damn good. It is, it's just wow kind of good. But uh, some of his songs, and he's got, yeah, I like the names of his songs too. Uh, Naked As We Came is one of the songs I recommend. Uh, one of my personal favorites is Communion Cups in Someone's Coat. And uh, there's a song that, it's a long song, and I, I just... It's an amazing piece of work. I'll say it that way. But there's a song called The Trapeze Singer by him. Or uh, Swinger, rather. The Trapeze Swinger. And that is an amazing song. It really is something special. But seriously, guys, if you're into folk, check out Iron and Wine. That guy, I don't know the dude's name, but that guy is just amazing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, also, actually, was a part of the Postal Service there. So, there's such oh. great heights. His version is my favorite because it's the most melancholy. It's okay. just... <laughs> Just a bummer. That's why I said the yeah they sounded a little happier than the my, the normal versions of their solo stuff. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's just really really talented individual. Can't emphasize that enough. And uh, today for old school, I wanted to talk about somebody that uh, Mickles absolutely hated, but I loved, and that would be somebody called Grand Pooba. So specifically, you could go with a little of this. Uh, Check it out was a great song, and I'm gonna so go with my favorite from him was. Uh, 360 degrees or what goes around absolutely great great song and uh love grand Puba. and uh, since i mentioned grand Puba and i'd never mentioned him uh, otherwise i'm gonna give a shout out to special k with what your man gotta do with me it's it makes me laugh to this day when i hear it it's just a great it's a funny song and uh definitely old school but you know shout out to grand Puba and special k because that's good <laughs> stuff so um that's basically, uh, actually, honestly, I don't know if I've heard any of this all that recently. I've heard some of the, some Rage Against the Cheese, but uh, other than that, I don't think I've heard any of this recently, but I'm going to keep those music recommendations coming. And um, Yeah, the one I forgot about on the way over was uh, Broken Bones by Kaleo, K-A-L-E-O. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of Kaleo. Yeah, they're an Icelandic band. For some reason, they decided that they were born in Mississippi. I love it. Uh, it's they're very interesting. I almost want to say I might have heard that song before. You too. may have because I, I think if you listen to um, 
Hey Mama, you know, from you uh, know Nathaniel Ratliff. Nathaniel Ratliff. Yeah. It has that vibe. So if it's yep. if it's on Pandora, you're gonna this is gonna be in the rotation because it has the same kind of vibe. It's quite possible. Yeah, I like me some hillbilly music. I can't even help it. I just don't understand how these Icelandic guys do it. Um, so. I mean, not for nothing. Credence. They're, they're talented. Credence bust out Born on the Bayou, and they've never even fucking seen a yeah. bayou. They've never seen a bayou when they yeah. bust that out. <laughs> yeah, what well, was also the um, Beach Boys, only like one of them knew how to surf. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing. <laughs> but yeah, where there's a will, right? Uh, Modest Yahoo, man. He's the, uh, do you know who that is? That's, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. yeah that he doesn't have a beard uh, anymore, but No, yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe he's... Um, Hasidic anymore either. Yeah, but, uh, I think he, that's why he shaved, why he shaved his beard. Um, Probably wasn't allowed why he was Hasidic. Yeah, but uh, either way, that that just proved to me the universe one has a sense of humor and that just anything is possible. Yeah, absolutely anything. Um, that's why I got to leave the house once in a while because that's when I listen to a lot of songs is in my vehicle. It, without a doubt. And yeah. I crank on Pandora and I'm like, oh, there's this, this is interesting. I hate to admit it, but uh, shout out to NPR. I barely listen to NPR anymore. I just, again, to your point, I'm not in a car. So I love me some NPR, but yeah. I rarely get a chance to listen. Oh, and I did watch the entire set of the Tiny Desk. Oh, God. And, Tiny uh, Desk. Of, of, of who? Weird Al Yankovic. Ah, that's funny. I caught a little bit of it. And he actually attempted to sing the whole time. They were yeah. you know, Some of the songs were a little, you know, Weird Al, but he had a, like... He had, he had to like plug up one ear, and he was actually trying to hit all the notes. I'm like, he's attempting to actually do a good job. Which yeah. I know he's a professional, a consummate professional, but uh, usually he's just like flamboyant and silly. But every song he sang, he he gave it his all of making it kind of like a smaller version, more intimate version of all his songs. Well, Weird Al does a few things too that you got to give. I mean, first of all, you got to give Weird Al props. I don't yeah. care if it's your thing or not. Dude's been around forever, and yeah. he's been doing it. So props yeah. to Weird Al. Um, I actually grew up, you know, I definitely grew up listening oh, to Oh, I had a lot of weird uh, albums. But, I mean, again, even if it's not your thing, you got to get props yeah. at this point. I mean, just, wow, look at what he's done. Um, but he actually checks with the artists before he releases it, from what I understand. Yes. And, there's uh, only been, like, two times where they said, no, you didn't have the permission. You know, yeah, and that's rare. the thing, though. He doesn't need to. Right. He could just do it. Um, yeah. But I find that very respectful, and I appreciate that a great deal. But my favorite is the Dire Straits Mark Knopfler story. Because he called up Mark Knopfler and said, "Hey, I want to do you know do a, a gimmicky version of uh, Money for Nothing," yeah. and Knopfler said, "Only if I can play the guitar." <laughs> That's awesome. Good and for you. Like, Goddamn Mark Knopfler. Uh, yeah, and if anybody, uh, this is just a bonus one. Dire Straits, massively underappreciated, and seriously, Mark Knopfler. I you spell it with a lot of letters. It begins with a K and an N. Yes, and it I've goes seen his name. There. But yeah. that dude is so talented. Yeah, <laughs> um, makes just me mad. Truly, truly good stuff though. So yeah, it, there's a bonus one for you. <laughs> Some class. You know what? How do I not have a classic rock? I just presume everyone knows classic rock. Yeah. But you know what? I'm adding right now. We're doing it. Yeah, right classic now, rock. I do like a lot of. I grew up a lot of classic rock. We're gonna add a classic rock uh, section. And um, my God. Okay, I love the Dire Straits. They're underappreciated. They don't deserve to be the first band in the classic rock station uh, section, but yeah. neither does anybody else with one exception. That would be the Beatles, folks. Seriously, the Beatles. There's just The drug years. There's, no, there's never been the Beatles <laughs> or the Stones. I like the Stones a great deal. Yeah. And then there's the Beatles. Yeah. Like the, and yes, I like, the, I, like the, I like me the drugged out Beatles. Yeah. But, well, uh, the Blue Album. The blue album. The blue album, yeah. Entirely the blue, not Got the red. Got shown age by saying the blue album. Yep, not the red one. Look, I mean, that's even that, though. That's the greatest hits kind of thing. So, it is, yeah. Uh, but that I, um, 
definitely recommend the Beatles, and I'll go with Dire Straits, but I'll start to add uh, classic rock to it. Yeah. And um, I'll do that too because I, yeah, you know, I celebrate a lot of classic rock, not just Rush and Pink Floyd, but you know, other things. Yeah, Dire Straits. I suppose I could go with um, me personally. I always love the Romeo and Juliet song, but I'm going to recommend the Brothers in Arms album. Just great album. Uh, you know, not to mention song Brothers uh, Brother in Arms is freaking fantastic. But uh, are we allowed to name lame bands that we love and shouldn't? Like, Absolutely. Like, like Queensryche? Oh, Cause, yeah, cause like I, Empire? Oh, not just Empire, but uh, Operation Mindcrime. Yeah. Oh, oh I could I listen to that I worked with a dude that was again. like the biggest Queensryche fan ever. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, wore shirt, Queensryche yeah. shirts constantly. I'm like, wow, you are out there. Yeah. Um, but I told you the story, but I'll share it with the audience. Um, a friend of mine had a, well, we grew up with tape decks. And he had a car that somehow Queensryche Empire got stuck <laughs> in there. Now, thank God it was one that would just auto-flip, so... You basically had two choices in that car. You listened to nothing or you listened to Queensryche Empire. <laughs> and it was like that for months. So when I say I listen to Queensryche Empire, I mean it. Because <laughs> yep. you don't want to hear nothing. So we listened to that album a lot. <laughs> yeah, those are the two Queensryche albums I had was the Empire and Operation Mindcrime. Those are the ones I rotated. That's awesome. Jeff Tate. Yeah, Jeffrey Tate. And you can go to and learn how to sing just oh, like him. I remember <laughs> Circus, man. Yeah, I used to read the magazines. Yeah. I know. Oh, just seven days. His name he with a G. A that is weird. Yeah. Jeffrey with a G. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so more things to come on that then. Well, I, that's fun actually. See, it's yeah. that was like a blind spot for me because I just presume everyone knows classic yeah. rock. Well, it's, it's possible because when I looked on YouTube, the range was starts at 30s and goes higher. I didn't see anybody, at least anybody who uh, said their age in YouTube. Okay. But so far, it's 30, 30 years old and older that's listening to us. All right. Well, then, in that case, seriously, so. you should all know the Beatles. I, I, do yeah. I even have to name songs? Do I really? Just go buy Sgt. Peppers. You'll do yourself oh, a big favor. Just only heart. Yeah, just go buy that. Um, yep. If you don't know Let It Be, just seriously, stop listening to us right now. Go play Let It Be. Yeah. There's a, there's a reason why the Beatles mm-hmm. put out, like, a number one hit album with all their number one hits, and it was, like, you know... What thirty or forty songs? Oh yeah, yeah. number one just hits. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it just goes on and on and on. They yeah, just yeah. So no offense, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards and the rest of you Stones. I mean, we love you. You're great, but no, yeah. you're not even playing the same game. <laughs> yeah, um, just there's no competition there. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Beatles. Wow. Just, yeah, definitely Beatles. I don't know what else to say about it. So oh, if you're gonna listen to any other band from the era. I have been watching some YouTube videos on a band I didn't know. I know like one song by this band, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, they have other cool songs that I've been getting into. It's a band called The Animals. Highly, highly recommend them. I love Eric Burton. Oh, I had no idea. I thought they were just sang, you know, the um, the pr- problem with the House of the Rising Sun. The House yeah, of the I Rising Sun, but then they get these other songs, uh, and plus when he, the, he's singing with other bands sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Wow, he had it. Please don't let me be, be, be misunderstood. Yeah. Is a yeah. favorite of mine. Be uh, misunderstood. Dun, it's great dun, dun, stuff. Dun. Yeah, um, it's great stuff. We've got to get out of this place. There's so many. It's funny Angst. because Angst songs. Everybody knows Eric Burden songs, but they don't know they do. So yeah. like War, the song yeah. War, that. Dun, 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 I've seen him seen uh, on YouTube. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, it's yeah. just no one realizes. Yeah. But the animals apparently, I, and I think it was because Eric Burton was a giant juice, douchebag. But they yeah. got together, they made one album, as I understand it. Then they broke up for yeah. a number of years, and then they came back and they made an album. I believe it was in the eighties. Yeah. And I had that album. Oh. It was I loved it. I thought it was a great album. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it was me and like their 
parents and they were the only only ones that bought the album yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah i've been finding that i've been liking the animals uh just the way he grooves into it i'm like yeah i I like this guy you know what i'm I'm excited i wonder what you guys think we'd love to hear from you what do you think of the new classic rock section does it stay does it go because i like this and we would both certainly have a lot to say about it yes and And it's bound to get offensive at some point because when you say guns and roses they're gonna be like they're not fucking classic rock no, they're not, though. They're not. Guns yeah. N' Roses is not like a fucking car. They're yeah. never going to... I Don't get me yeah. wrong. Appetite. Props to Appetite. Yeah. Love Guns N' Roses and Lies I thought was great, too, to be honest with you. But I don't care if they're 50 years from now. They're still not going to be classic rock. Well, I, do, I will say this, though. Um, I'm a big fan of Reddit, and there's a uh, Reddit page called Data is Beautiful. Data is and Beautiful. Data is Beautiful, so they show graphs and charts. So they show graphs and charts of... Um, singers and their vocal range. Okay. And um, Adele was in, you know, was her range. She's a very good singer, but she didn't have, doesn't have a very large range. She was kind of like early middles. Okay. But the very far right, the farthest right you can go. Was Ozzy Osbourne. No, I'm kidding. Axl Rose. Really? Yep. Huh. His range is, crushes everyone else's. Oh, good for Axl. Yeah, Axl. Yeah. He has the range. Awesome. But that, I'm telling you, man, it's kind of like the same way Zeppelin will never be a golden oldie. Why not? It just won't. They're they're a period in time. Yeah. It's not like an automobile. There's yeah. no amount of years that'll pass that'll make Zeppelin a golden oldie. It just yeah. will never happen. Just yeah. like Guns N' Roses will never be classic rock. Yeah. Well, well, remember when I told you in the air tonight is 40 years old now. Yeah. That's that's a golden still not oldie. classic rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a golden oldie either. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. But anyway, yeah. I told yeah, my so, wife that too. The uh, that I told. I, she she had about the same reaction with you. Like, no, not campy. What did you tell? In the air tonight was 40 years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, no. It's like a punch in the gut. Yeah, it came out in 81, man. It's it's 40 years old. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's even better because you say that to to somebody like me. It came out in 81, and I'm I'm about to say, aha, see, I told you. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's that's a long time ago. (laughs) 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 Exactly. I'm about to argue till my brain spits back the math like, no, dude, he's right. Yeah. (laughs) And I like myself some Phil Collins, but... I'm more of a Peter Gabriel guy. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know what it is? I, I, I diss Phil Collins and I shouldn't. You know, props to Phil Collins. It's yeah. just there's kind of like the Beatles Stones. There's never been, never will be a Phil Collins Peter Gabriel question. There's Peter Gabriel, yeah, and then somewhere down below there's Phil Collins. You yes. know, he's an amazing talent. He's great. Yes, we love you. Way to go, Buster. But yeah, you know, that was great era. It really was a great era. <laughs> But anyway, we were kind of rambling today, and we got a, uh, you know, I see that we're way over an hour, so uh, I'm going to say, unless you got anything else, we should probably land this plan. Um, The only thing I just want to mention is that uh, HBO picked up uh, The Last of Us uh, as a TV series, so I'm actually looking forward to that happening. Son of a bitch, we got one more thing to talk about. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? Um, You'll probably watch it before I do, but uh, I hear uh, Netflix is releasing a new animated He-Man of some kind, and I want to say... I have the power. uh, Well, I definitely have the power, (laughs) but uh, I want to say Kevin Smith's involved somehow. Oh, I could see them because he, that is his, he loves comic books. And I'll be damned, there was somebody else, something else on Netflix that was already out that was an animated thing. I'm going to have to look it up because uh, it caught my eye and I'll be damned if I can remember what it, what it was. So yeah, there's a teaser for all of us. The but uh, The Orko, the Battery Man at Arms, I'm telling you. I had all those toys. That's great. Orko <laughs> was the ghost, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the ghost. That yeah, floated I didn't around. Have, I didn't have the ghost. Skele- um, Everyone knows Skeletor, though. Oh, yeah. Skeletor. He's in all memes still. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um, I remember the cat, too. The giant, like, uh, panther that had the saddles. Oh, good old days. Oh, uh, boy. You know, it was yeah. the shit. Yep. But uh, anyway, well, yep. that might be something we talk about in future episodes. But uh, 
Well, I think that's all we have for tonight. So uh, okay. this is Sean. This is Kevin. And that's the one other thing. Good night.